Hey, what's up? Welcome to the 12th episode of Movie Dumpster. We're talking about The Hug a Bunch today from 1985, directed by Gus Jekyll. I'm Joe Lascola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. I'm Connor. What the fuck did I watch, McGraw? Welcome to the dumpster. You know my name. Sure. We've been watching you through the mirror for a long time. Mind if I sit up there with you? This movie has questionable opinions on old people. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. <laughs> okay, first of all, I use the word movie very loosely because... Well, this is made for television. It's a 48-minute acid trip. I felt like I was on drugs the whole time. Oh, absolutely. So, this TV movie was basically made to promote a bunch of toys that was a trifecta from uh, Kenner, Parker Brothers, and Hallmark? And they created these dolls, and uh, I guess they were like, hey, let's make a fucking... We gotta make a TV movie about this, live action. But we'll make it really scary. Let's let all these sad kids hug these fucking fucking plush little crazy uh, acid trip fantasies here. First of all, everybody in this movie is an alien. Nobody acts like a human being in this film. I'm convinced her parents are pod people. They all seem like a typical, like, shitty soap opera TV movie type um, personality. Yeah, but worse. I think it was written by an alien. It's possible. Whoever invented these fucking toys is probably an alien. No, whoever invented these toys uh, has uttered contempt for humanity. You call them toys, but to me, they were fucking demons. Their voices were modulated. Why? I don't know. I was just about to bring that up. That's their demonic voices coming through, Connor. Whenever these fucking things talk, there's like a a, a garbled electronic uh, echo on them. Yes. Why? Come with us, Bridget. Hi. Huggins, I'm Huggins. You can like hear it like behind the voice again. Like there's some kind of like demon hiding behind this facade of this uh, plush, uh, cheery uh, cherub. I mean, first of all, this thing crawled out of a girl's mirror. Okay, it's stalking her through the mirror, thinking it's gonna be the fucking penguin or whatever the hell she got in the beginning. I mean, the quote-unquote plot of this little movie falls out its ass within the first five minutes. This girl's like, I'm getting presents, and I don't know why. Oh, my God. Plus, things are crawling out of my mirror. Well, you want, you want to just jump into this, then? I, I, I want to start with, with this opening logo that fucking comes flying at the screen. It's for, like, uh, what is the name of the It's, like, the Children's Learning Library or something like that. But it's just these fucking balloons just flying at the screen with this horrible, like, music. Like... <laughs> It's like that F-H-E. You took it right from me. I was getting to that. The uh, I couldn't remember what the hell the letters were, but they played before every VHS I had when I was a kid. Yeah, man. Most notably the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Yes. And that's where you cut to the little girl in bed, and she's like, I am completely mystified. What child says mystified? This little girl has a very extensive vocabulary, and it's funny because she's completely aware of all the crazy shit that's happening. She's like, wait a second. What the fuck are you talking about? That's not how that works. And it's like, wow, you're very uh, observant and very... Um... She's had experiences in extra-dimensional planes. She's more traveled than the rest of us are. Oh, for sure. But she's totally rational about all of it, which is crazy. This is like Phantasm in an alternate universe. <laughs> <laughs> 
Could you imagine the silver balls flying around in fucking Huggerland? Yeah, and Huggins is just like, come and play. Touch the fucking poles and come into my wasteland and become a dwarf like the rest of us. Hug things. They touch the silver balls and they just become little fucking beanbags. <laughs> Their eyes just start bleeding. So our main character is, is this little girl named Bridget, okay? And she is, again, like I said, she's very observant. And she's like, my parents don't buy us toys except when we're real good or like when they done something bad. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. Something fucking bad's happening, kid. She's like, and I just thought that was really wacky. The brother, I guess. What did the brother get? Did he get those headphones that he wears throughout the rest of the movie? I, yeah, I guess so. Or like, yeah, the tape player. Fuck her little brother. God, he's a piece of shit. Hey, man, all he wanted to do was mow that lawn. There's a social commentary here that has to be said about the fact that, like, just families in general just don't communicate well with each other. For the most part, I feel like, like, big brother hates little sister because she's annoying, but she's not really annoying. She's just trying to be nice. Oh, she's annoying. She comes downstairs, and she's, like, walking up to every member of her family, like, trying to hug them. And they're, like, clearly, like, in the middle of something. And they're just, like, waving her away, like, ah, get away, child. Yeah, but she's just like, good morning. And Aunt Ruth, this fucking bitch, she's just like, get the fuck out of here. Don't you see I'm busy? Would you get out of my face, please? I'm trying to put your fucking grandmother in the home. (laughs) Which is the crux of the whole movie. Aunt Ruth is a sociopath, okay? Aunt Ruth is crazy. I don't know what her fucking angle is. Like, is she going to get, like, some kind of fucking uh, compensation for uh, this woman being put into the home where she works? Yeah, she got 20%. Is she going to rush this woman to die or something? That's the vibe I got. She's like, ah, she's old. She's too fucking old. Yeah, she's in your way. Just put her in the fucking home already. What are you doing? Sign the paper. Sign the paper. And they're like, ah. Her parents are like, ah. I don't know about this. Uh, She's kind of fine. Meanwhile, Grams is completely cognitive. She fucking answers the phone, and the husband is like, now, 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 mom, don't answer the phone. He's like, you're old. Well, that's the whole thing. She's like, oh, it's the lieutenant governor. Let me put you on hold. And he's like, uh, he gets all exasperated, and then he goes to pick up the phone. He's like, the line's dead. Thanks, Mom. You told me to press the red button, and I did. Thanks, you old crone. Get out of my kitchen. But, like, she's totally fine. She doesn't have, like, Alzheimer's or, or dementia or anything. She's just old. I don't know if she has dementia, but she's fucking nuts. She's not nuts at all. She's fine. That's what I'm saying. Like, she's totally fine. She's just kind of like, ah, my family's a piece of shit, and uh, I love my grandkids. She's actually not a piece of shit. I'm just saying the way I picture this movie so that I can make my way through it is this is a film about a small child finding a bunch of demons that were she was told about (laughs) by her insane grandmother. I used to hear voices in the mirror when I was a child, too. She puts the phone down, like, the, the fucking father might as well have been like, please, mother, go back to the room underneath the stairs where we found you <laughs> yes she's like harry potter one of the aunt comes up to her and after she fucks up the phone and she's like mom you should you don't need to help just cook the food she's like, okay back to my kitchen shut the fuck up and make the kids eggs why do they want her cooking the food they don't trust her answering the phone well they gotta eat she's like a live-in slave for these people make us dinner or it's off to the home with you basically even if you don't make us dinner you're going to the home apparently yeah this is lose lose grandma oh it's lose lose for grandma so after um bridget and her brother receive their gifts uh bridget gets a penguin named sweet william and i just wanted to throw that out there because i thought that was fucking great that the penguin's name was sweet william and she came up with that on a fucking dime she's like ah you're a penguin and your name's sweet william let's have a tea party by the way this little girl has a southern drawl and none of the other family members 
have this accent. That's because her parents are pod people. <laughs> She's the only human left in the family. She woke up and she was like, what happened to my goddamn family? Yeah, what were all those books they were reading? That wasn't accounting information. That was to serve man. It explains why they don't want hugs. They don't want human affection. They don't understand it. What is hugs? Please, no touching. That That's the, uh, you know, the, the post credit scene. is just the father with his hand up screaming. Oh! <laughs> or they get like band-aids on the back of their neck like fucking invaders from Mars. So... Bridget sits down to have breakfast, and I made an observation here. Bridget has fucking diabetes, okay? I think she has a glandular problem. That fucking meal would kill me. What is she like? She takes, like, bacon, eggs. It's a fucking literal, it's a pancake sandwich with all kinds of breakfast stuff. And, like, ketchup and butter shoved in the middle of them. Like, she's gonna die. It's a, it's a Wawa sizzly. Come on. <laughs> That's what it is. It's like peanut butter and strawberries and eggs and bacon and syrup. Between two pancakes. You're not old enough to take yourself to Jack in the Box, so you just went for the next best thing. Well, meanwhile, she's making this fucking concoction in the kitchen. Her brother's watching her with his eyes popping out of his head. And, like, two feet away from him in the other room, they're like, the parents and Aunt Ruth are, like, arguing about getting Grandma out of the house. Maybe you should pay attention to your daughter's eating habits. But, like... Like, it's supposed to be like a distraction. Like, these kids are eating their breakfast, and the brother's like, what a weirdo. And in the background, there's, like, this fucking, like, soft, like, happy, upbeat music playing. She's making this fucking breakfast sandwich. And in the background, they're like, listen, Grams, you gotta go. You're done. You, your life's over. You gotta go to the fucking home. You're, you're over. Sign the paper. And they're like, I don't know. Maybe? Maybe? Maybe. And then and then they finally realize, oh shit, there's children standing here. Oh, can, we, can we take this in the other room? Oh no, the the human children are present. Shh, the children are listening. We need to clear the scene so that they can talk and have the next part happen. So uh, her brother's like, ew, what are you doing? You're a fucking weirdo. And he's just, she's like, hi, hi, hi. Do you think something's happening here? With Grams. And he's like, what are you, fucking dense? Yeah, they're gonna take Grandma out and shoot her. What? They're taking Grandma out to pasture. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And he explains it in a way I've never heard it explained in my life. No. Not as, for a human being, no. He's like, he's like, oh, they're taking Grams out to pasture. You know, like when a horse gets old, they bring him out to the place, they eat food, and then they fucking die. And that's the way they live. That's it. Which is still alarmingly cynical for a child. Well, he's supposed to be, like, super removed. And well, it's all those goddamn computers he's on. He's in them newfangled computer games and radios and things like headphones and shit. I also love how he has the headphones and his, his sister's talking to him, and he's got to, like, pull them off, like, just, like, an inch. I'm like, huh? You talking to me, huh? Um, so is this when she goes upstairs and then the horror begins to happen she goes upstairs and consults sweet william and uh she hugs him she hears like a no she hugs him and then like these little sparkles come off of it and then she hears some some kind of giggling from the mirror and she walks over to the mirror and she's like hey is there anybody in there and then samara from the ring crawled out and killed her and then the end <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, imagine if this was a horror movie. This scene would be, like, totally, like... It's like this kind of pseudo-Alice in Wonderland bullshit. Because it's like... It's like a bad version of H.R. Puffin stuff, and that's saying a lot. Oh, my God. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that fucking thing. Oh, <laughs> we're very close. It's We're about to fucking enter Sid and Marty Croft fucking playland. So, I mean, when, the, when this devil doll does stick its head through the fucking mirror, she does have, an, you know, the appropriate response at first... But she's quickly talked out of that. <laughs> it's just a severed head that's hanging in the mirror and then, like, her uh, her out-of-focus scream in the background. Well, you know what? Before that, I want to touch on one scene. I know just because I think it's important to what's about to happen is uh, 
she comes back to her room because she's looking for the grandma and she finds her in the attic and granny's like in a corner like tying a noose and she fucking throws it behind her back real quick she's like oh child i'm just checking through some old memories and they're like going through her old uh like wedding pictures and everything and just kind of like emphasize that these two characters have like a bond that nobody else has yeah because the grandma saw demons when she was little too i see dead puppets in my mirror. In fact, I think a few minutes from now, like when when Grandma's got her bags packed and she walks down the hallway and sees this little girl talking to it, she kind of reacts like, "Oh fuck, they're back!" and then runs down the hallway. <laughs> well, gotta go. It's here, back to to the old folks' home, playing shuffleboard. It's happening again. Oh yeah, yeah. And and that the only reason why I wanted to mention that is because she's the one that's like, "Hey, you should you could go to the land of hugs. It's you know just it's a happy place." And then that's where the thing sticks its head out the the mirror. Uh, and then it crawls forth from its eldritch place of horror from the nether realm it comes out and it's like hi i'm huggins and i'm fucking creepy as shit and she's like i need a hug these fucking dead-eyed horrors i ugh. they're like half puppet half well i guess animatronics a puppet but they they have there's like simple mechanics inside of these things where their eyes can blink and shit like that and they're huge yeah and they also they also routinely change size <laughs> you notice that too <laughs> depending on you know where they're at well, the creepiest thing, too, is, like, not to mention that it just, like, looks creepy just coming out of this mirror, but it, it says to her to, like, calm her down. It's like, we've been watching you through the mirror for a long time. And she's like, oh, oh okay. We've been waiting for your flesh to ripen so we can come and harvest it. She's like, how'd y'all get through the mirror? And she's like, oh, hugs make the mirror soft. And I'm like, what? Yeah, she's hugging you and sucking out your soul. Yeah, but the kid's like, that doesn't make any sense. And Huggins is like, ah, you'll get it sooner or later. Come here, give me a hug. I'm going to drain your fucking youth from you. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I don't understand it, but I love hugs. So, okay. She's like, Grams is getting old and they're going to send her out to pasture. How do I help? And she's like, I don't know. We don't get old in Hugland. Give me a hug because we fucking suck the lives out of children through the mirrors. The Hug-A-Bunch are here for your sweet bone marrow. That was the moment when I was looking for a fucking shotgun like someone killed this thing i would have ran downstairs and immediately found a grown-up there is a fucking demon in my room (laughs) she screams for a half a second and then just eh, okay sure and no one responds because her parents are not people and they're like what is that human sound yeah and five minutes later she's taken on a fucking stroll through the house like this is my brother's room i'm not supposed to be in here but here's one of his belongings yeah here's one of his baseball caps that he collects and she's like wow i really love it then this fucking thing is like, everybody loves hugs, right? And she's like, my brother hates hugs, and my, my grandma is getting sent to, 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 to the old people's home. How do I make her young again? How do I make her stay with us? And she's like, all you gotta do is give her some hugs and some attention, and she'll be fine. Oh, wait, I also know of these horrifying magical berries that'll preserve your youth. But you have to eat them every two hours. Yeah, Huggins makes the point where she's like, I got Savoie Faire. That's French. And I got all all kinds of charms that I haven't put the moves on your brother yet. Show me where he's at, and I'll fucking make him hug me till he's fucking hard. I wrote down, send me to your brother so I may seduce him. Yeah, basically. What the fuck is that about? It's bizarre. It's disgusting. Then, like, right after that, Bridget just, like, leaves the room for no apparent reason, and and then just suddenly loses Huggins, like, in the house. I mean, granted, this house is fucking gigantic, which, again, I don't know why Grandma needs to leave when they live in a friggin' mansion. Well, that's my whole point. Grandma's totally cognitive and fine. She's not in the way. 
Aunt Ruth is just a fucking bitch. Grandma is in the way of their plan to dominate the globe. Grandma's on to us. I mean, for all we know, these demon dolls are controlling these people, you know. So they're in her brother's room, her and the and the and Huggins, the little puppet. And uh, Huggins stays in there to admire herself with her new red baseball cap, and Bridget leaves the room. Yeah, but she's like, okay, bye. Yeah, but, like, somehow they get so split up that, like, Huggins is now downstairs by the laundry room. And is incredibly freaked out that she doesn't know where she is. She's like, I'm lost. I'm scared. She's like, Bridget, where are you, Bridget? How did I get downstairs in one cut? (laughs) She fucking tumbled down the stairs. I guess. She can clearly phase shift through solid objects as long as she hugs it, I suppose. Yeah, she's like Nightcrawler. Poof, she's here and poof, she's there. But anyway, she's 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 walking around. She's like, Bridget, where are you, Bridget? Bridget, I want to hug you. And, uh... Her mom is coming down the hallway, and she's like, oh, shit, gotta hide. And she jumps into a pile of clothes, and then her mother grabs the whole pile and stuffs it into the washing machine. Why aren't you accounting for the sudden increase in weight? Yes, I was just about to say that. (laughs) That thing's got to weigh at least 20 pounds. Easy. She's like, oh, this is heavy, heavy soils. Put it on. When Bridget comes and rescues this doll from a drowny death, um, she picks it up, and it's now quadruple the size. Oh, it's full of water. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> She's like, I got soap all lip up in my insides. I'm now a sponge. That's disgusting. Well, well, is the implication there then that like literally these things are dolls? I think that's the whole thing. That's that's weird. Run out to your local Toys R Us. Yeah. Oh wait, you can't because they're all closed. They're all gone. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I used to be a Toys R Us kid. I was also a KB kid. Oh uh, yeah, oh, I was a KB man, <laughs> young man, and I was a Toys R Us man as well. <laughs> So she brings Huggins upstairs. She's like, Huggins, how'd you get stuck in that wash machine? Let me, let me, let me blow dry your hair and curl it up. Look, you look great. <laughs> she has this little dollar store fucking blow dryer. Yeah, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, Huggins, put a fucking shirt on, all right? Nobody wants to see your fucking bare puppet chest. No, just Hugsy wants to see that. Ugh. Oh, my name's Hugsy, and I'm a fucking asshole. The neighborhood fucking pimp. He's like, ah, you okay? We'll get to his ass. <laughs> he also doesn't wear a shirt, but we'll get to that. So then. Uh, Bridget is, is, comes up with it again. She's like, she's like, oh, I gotta figure out how to make my grandma young again, and I can't figure that out. And Huggins is like, I know. Oh, we're quitting for hugs. And she's like, God damn it, Huggins, would you stop with that hug shit? Like, I'm talking about medicine, you asshole. (laughs) She does say that. Word for word. She's like, God damn it, you puppet fuck. Stop bringing up magic. It's an, it's an awesome script, honestly. But that's what I'm saying. She's so practical. She's like, uh, no, hugs aren't going to work. I need medicine for my grandmother. I need alchemy for my grandmother to become <laughs> young again. So the puppet's like, I know. We'll talk to Bookworm. And she's like, who the hell's Bookworm? She's like, he's read everything. He knows it all. But we got to go to Hugland. And she's like, uh, I don't know if I want to go to Hugland. She's like, come on, we'll go through your mirror. It'll be fun. Just hug me. It sounds creepy and invasive. If a puppet comes through and they're like, hey, give me a hug, it softens the mirror. I'd be like, which, what mirror exactly? It's some kind of innuendo. I'm going to find the nearest source of fire 
Uh, I'm going to use it offensively. Yeah, you get the flamethrower like in the th- in thing, just shooting the fucking hand crawling across the floor. So they go, so they go through the mirror. They hug each other so much that the mirror softens up, and they step right through it. And hey, we're in Huggerland! Yay! AKA the poor man's Candyland. Emphasis on poor man. This looks like it was made of a bunch of discarded laundry. Although I, I will say this: the green screen is better than in Dungeons and Dragons. This is true. All the effects are better than Dungeons and Dragons in this movie. Low bar though. It looks like puffin stuff raided a fucking goodwill and this this is what this land is it exists and and sustains itself on hugs only hugs sustain them completely like they eat it like again they feed on it there is no money there is no love there is no food there is only hugs so do they just have like a factory of huggers just like chained up hugging each other to keep the fucking lights on i mean do they have a bunch of these huggy what are these things even called huggins (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the race is Hugga, right? And then they walk past those fucking like uh those little the little huggins, the little the little uh Huggles or whatever the fuck they're called in the blankets. Oh, the ones that Hugsy helped uh, procreate? Yeah, dude, they look like fucking test tube cabbage patch kids, like deformed. One of them's name's fucking Tweaker. The regular Huggas are Tweaker and fucking uh Impkins is one of the other ones. Where'd you get these fucking names from? Yeah, like like there's Hugsy, he's one and then there's uh like six or seven other like female ones that you know it's just it's a weird uh ratio there yeah i mean you have your one african-american one that we only see like a portion of and then the other one looks like a fucking creepy baby with like the tuft of hair on the top of its head well they all look like creepy babies to me well no yeah they all are but this one is legitimate like it has a diaper (laughs) and fucking creepy tuft of hair on the top of its head so what's the what's the boy's name hugsy 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 Beauregard. Good old Hugsy. Good old Hugsy. So he's like, hey, that's a fresh-ass cap you got there. Where'd you get it? And she's like, and Huggins is like, oh, Bridget gave it to me. Here you go. You can have it. And he's like, oh, thanks. You're all right. Here, take this stolen property. All right, come on. Let's go sing a fucking song. And then they do. This song was painful. And I, I just turned it out. At this point, I was numb. This was a 48-minute movie, and this scene alone added an additional hour for me just to make it through it. This is easily one of the creepiest things I've ever seen, especially when you see their feet dancing around and like when they're like violently shaking their heads towards the camera. It's bizarre. Uh, I was more put off by when uh, Bridget gets in the wagon and they go to visit the bookworm. And the seatbelt is two horrifying arms that she buckles around her. That is not a seatbelt, Connor. That is a hug belt. That is horrifying. Fashion your hug belts. It's weird. I mean, I get what they're going for, but it's it's too much, guys. <laughs> it's too fucking much. It's too much. Hug this, hug that, hug your fucking grandmother. Well, they get the bookworm. They fucking drive over there like John Hurt. You know, they got the only goddamn car in the whole country. <laughs> I have a futuristic car. Let's go see the bookworm. And runs on embrace. Hey, children, get off that bicycle and give me a hug. Stop burying the bicycle and come here and give me a hug. Uncle John wants a hug. Oh, no, Attila the Hun. Quick, hug me, please. So they go to Bookworm, and again, Bridget's still like, I gotta find a way to help my grandma. That makes sense. Yeah, and you know what? Bookworm's a motherfucker. He looks like fucking Ben Franklin. He's like, uh, Hello, welcome to the library. And if you're not getting a library card, then get the fuck out of here, because it's not Tuesday. I would like to note that he's a literal worm. That that's important. This puppet has hands, like like Fozzie Bear. Like you know what I mean? Like there's somebody's hands in his hands. It's creepy. It's dollar store muppeteering. And Bridget's like, 
I need to figure out how to save my grandma because she's old. And he's like, old? People here don't get old. Well, which is a pretty sad situation. Like, I feel bad for this girl. And everybody in the movie is just like, oh, she's old. She's gonna, she's getting kicked out of the house. She might die. Eh, that's a trivial problem for us. This whole movie despises the entire concept of aging. Oh, yeah. Like, who gives a shit? Just hug some people and it's fine. Everything will be fine until you're at the funeral. Bookworm's like, your grandma's old. I hope she dies. And then he's like, fine, fine, fine. Here we go. And he looks up his book and he's like, hmm, instant, instant. Uh, ah, here we go. The young berries from the young berry tree will help your grandmother become young forever. And stop her from turning into a dusty old husk. And Bridget's like, where do I find them berries? And he's like, in the worst part of town. (laughs) You'll never come back alive, I'm just saying. I swear to God, the first time they said where it was, I thought they called it Drugstown. <laughs> Might as well be. And I was like, we're gonna be this heavy-handed? Like, I mean, it's pretty damn close. I mean, it's the land of shrugs, so it's like, if you hug, you're a good person, but if you just shrug, you're a piece of shit. Shrugging is kind of a middle ground reaction, and to these people, it's like the worst thing you can do. Oh my god, this we're we are in desolate, we're in hell. He's like, oh, you don't want to go there. You have to go through the sea of broken glass and the awful mountains of death to get to where you're going. And the sea of wailing souls. You have to fight the beast, the hairy beast, the behemoth. And it's like, you want to get there? Open the biggest book to my left and fall down the hole to hell. And you have to find it right over there. The door's right there. Why Why is that entrance right there? Do you think Bookworm's like, I'm all-knowing. Anybody smarter than me, I direct right down that hole. Uh, yeah, Bookworm is the curator of souls is what he is. Well, and the scene, it looks like the fucking scene in Men in Black 2 when they go to the locker and they open it up and it's just all, they're basically just a... Uh, open plane in this black abyss. It looks like the fucking closet from Poltergeist. Well, yeah, better yet. Like, they're gonna get sucked into this awful fucking paranormal dimension. They look down, and it looks like the portal to hell from Spawn. Yes, Mel Bulger's down there, and Frank Welker, he's like, They do have the scene right there when Bridget goes to look at Huggins, and she sees, like, the fucking flames in the eyes for half a second, you know. She kind of ignores it. So they fall down this fucking hole, and they see... And you know what? And they take no fall damage, which is bullshit. Nope. I agree. They float right down. Well, they're made of hugs, so it's soft and squishy. Uh, They fall down and are immediately greeted with a nightmare creature who's blowing fire. You mean fucking Ganondorf? (laughs) Or Jody from Amityville Horror? Right before they fight this fucking creature, though, they have to go on the yellow brick road. This becomes a labyrinth for a few minutes. The sideways sidewalk. You gotta walk on the sideways, though. But once you get used to it, it's no big deal. Come on, let's go to fucking Slumberland. And then suddenly, gravity. They fucking read the sign and they just go... Gravity is gone. Fuck! And they fall down this fucking hill. So instead of the Master Sword, Hugs is like, I'm just gonna go hug this fucking pig monster. <laughs> and they're like, don't do it, Hugsy. And he's like, fuck it, here I go. And he hugs this fucking behemoth, hairy pig monster into a fucking dolting patchwork elephant. Into a patchy, stitched-together horror that's supposed to be an elephant. His name's Hodgepodge, and he talks like fucking Charlie in the box from the Island of Misfit Toys. (laughs) I just want to see the Game of Thrones version of this, where he goes up there to hug this thing, and it just gores him. (laughs) 
<laughs> I wish that's what happened. Honestly, with the with the way the tone suddenly shifted, I thought he was gonna go up and hug him and just get stepped on. He's like, "Hey, what are y'all all doing here?" And he's like, "I don't remember anything, and that's funny because I'm an elephant and I should never forget, but I did." Do elephants have good memories? I don't understand. It's an old proverb. It's an old wives' tale. All right. Oh, so then they hop on Hodgepodge's back and they head for Mount Doom or the Castle for Neverending Story, the Ivory Tower. Well, th- this is also the part where the, you know they get in there and these fucking like uh little troll looking creatures they look like sigmund and the fucking sea monsters from the city marty croft shit again you brought up h and hr puff and stuff before that's what they look like well you know what i think they're going for is like because they're supposed to be the shrugs is what they just call them they literally look like they're just like these guys shrugging one two three i like to shrug or some shit like that yeah and that and that's why they call it the land of shrugs not the land of the middle finger (laughs) (laughs) i really want to go to that place Hey, fuck you. That's New Jersey. What are you talking about? So they get to the front of the castle, and there's a big sign that says, Small people will be digested. Yeah, at the gate, that's a fucking skull with a mouth agape. Who is eating these things? I mean, is is the queen having it over a side of fava beans? She just sits there eating their fucking eyeballs and shit. What's her name? Queen uh, Admira? This is the fucking evil queen from Snow White. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, without a doubt, like straight up. It's not even funny. Like I looked at, it, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I was like, "This is this is blatant and shameless." The uh, the habit and everything with the with the crown on it. Everything, the cape, the habit, the crown, the hood, ev- the whole shebang. And she has apparently has a problem controlling the volume of her voice because mid sentence she just starts shrieking and then goes back to normal. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. She's like, "What are you doing in my castle, little people?" She's like, can I have the the young berries? Because my grandma's going to die. And she's like, no, you can't have the fucking young berries. This woman's existence sounds pretty awful. She has to eat these young berries every two hours. So she just hovers around this fucking tank with a tree in it and just opens this thing and plucks a berry into her mouth so she can stay late 30s to early 40s. (laughs) Yeah, she's like middle aged at best. Thanks for your young berries or something. Yeah, seriously. So uh, the the queen's like, bow before me, pretty girl. And she's like, I'm American. I don't kneel before nobody. <laughs> I'm an American citizen. That's what she says. The Constitution says, I don't take no shit from nobody. Now where's my gun? Well, then the queen goes to have them all arrested. But first she wants to, she fucking freezes Bridget. Apparently she has magic powers that are, are never explained. She threatens to digest them again, and I'm like, by what? What is digesting these things? Yeah, are you going to eat them? Is somebody else going to eat them? Do you have a machine? I don't know. They never go into it. She has a starlight pit. That's what it is. I mean, if she's not eating it, when she fucking dies in about five minutes, you know, what? who is left hungry in the back of the room? Does she have a kid? Does she have a fucking dog? Like, There's one point where Hugsy and Huggins are, like, hugging each other. Jesus, that's a lot of hugs. Uh, And the queen's like, what are you doing and they're like we're just hugging and she's like you stop that there's no hugging in the castle she said touching is forbidden i'm like then how do you what what do you what do you mean no handshakes no nothing she's like no touching it's illegal she's like by the way carry them out of here by touching them she's a lonely old queen i'll tell you that well she just threw all the ones that touched them into a fucking volcano when they were done she said Done with that mess. She's like, oh, Bridget, you're pretty. I'm going to freeze you forever so I can look at your beauty. Which is 
very off-putting. Or, you know, when she's finished eating the entire Huggins fucking population, she's got some backup meat. Does she, what is she, is she like the neighboring continent to the fucking Skeksis? Like, what is her deal? Gets on the phone, she's like, what is this draining of the essence I hear you're doing? Oh my god, she takes the Huggins. <laughs> and she drains them in a fucking, in a cage. It's the same shit. She's like, she's like, she's like, what are these gelf things I hear that you have? Nothing works as good as gelfling. The Huggins are bullshit. <laughs> well, she puts the, the, uh, Huggins in the same cage as, or cage, in the same jail cell as the fucking elephant. I thought the elephant straight up died. He just passes out and they drag his carcass out of there like a, like he's fucking discarded trash. Well, he faints when he's scared, don't forget that. Oh, of course. They tell him, hey, hodgepodge, use your noodle. He's like, my noodle? Oh, this is my noodle. And he pulls out his trunk and it's like, all right, uh, that was a bad fucking joke. Oh, this is my noodle? Okay, I'm gonna open this fucking door. Here I go, Huggers. He's like, oh! And then the door opens. And then the Huggers run off to save Bridget at a mile a minute. So they hug the shit out of Bridget and she gets unfrozen. And uh, Bridget steals the key to the dome that the uh, young berry tree is under. And she opens it up. And she jumps in there and she's collecting all these berries for her grandmother. Oh, there's one caveat to these uh, young berries. You can't let them touch the ground or else they'll disappear. Which adds to the shitty situation this queen has placed herself into. So they're stealing the berries and the queen's like, what are you doing in my young tree? Oh, she steals a lot of them too. What was she intending on? Like, first of all, you just heard these berries only work for about an hour or two. How much time you plan on buying your grandma? She's like, I'm gonna let my grandma live forever. <laughs> I guess enough to convince like her family, like, look, grandma's young again. She's gonna hang out forever in the house. They bring the tree home, and grandma's like, it 50 years from now, she's like, just kill me. Why am I alive? I was gonna say she'd be like fucking golem. Come on, precious, come on. It's right there, here, right there, the mirror. <laughs> she lives under the tree now. <laughs> She lost all her fucking hair, and she's got, like, three teeth. You just see a fucking hand come out from the shadows, like, Young berries! <laughs> young berries for Grammy! So they, so she steals the berries in the little uh, jar, and they run away, and they leave the key to the young berry container, and uh, it closes, and the queen's like, No! The key is stuck! Ah! And she doesn't eat a young berry for, like, a minute, and she just dies. She literally withers into an old woman and fucking dies. And I'm like, oh my god, you're gonna feed these berries to your grandma? She's gonna be fine for five minutes and then just fucking die at your house. She's gonna Dorian Gray in two seconds. Somebody fucked up my painting! <laughs> By the way, this key was easily in arm's reach and she's like, no! And just kind of just quits. Well, yeah, like the, the fucking glass tube that encases it, just like she sticks her arm under it and it just stops like a foot above her arm and then she's like struggling. She's like, I can't reach it! It just doesn't keep going and slicing the arm off. Okay, sure. I mean, it can only be so graphic. But sh showing her wither away into a blue corpse is fine, okay. Uh, and then uh, Bridget, being completely incompetent in her own mission, gets home with these young berries. Trips, falls, and loses all of them. Not a second outside the fucking mirror. <laughs> and she's like, I'm gonna give these to Graham. And she literally just trips and falls on her fucking face, and these berries go all over the place and disappear. And she cries a river, and she's like, Oh, God, how, how am I gonna keep Graham's young? And then Hugga 
or Huggins with the ultimate solution. Just give her hugs and attention and she'll be great. So uh, she's super sad and they have to go see her grandmother off. So her, so she's coming out of her room and her brother's coming out to say goodbye to the grandmother too. And she's like, what's his name, Robbie? Andrew. Those are the same. <laughs> and she's just like. Uh, she's like, you're an insensitive fuck. Now go say bye to grandma. Andrew, grandma loves you and you're just going to let her go. You're a fucking dickhead. Go downstairs and give her a hug and a kiss so she doesn't leave. Just for once in your life, or else I'm never talking to you ever. And he's like, yeah, all right, I guess. Yeah, he's like, man, I just wanted to know where my hat was. <laughs> so they go down there, and Grandma's all decked out like the fucking Queen of England, like ready to walk out. Well, and she goes to the kid. She's like, you know, don't be upset. I'll still be around. I'll visit on holidays, Christmas, Easter, Fourth of July. It's like, okay, so you're never going to see this woman again? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, basically. She's like, you're going to be sick of me, but not really. Bye. Yeah, Grandma's going to be on the porch having a mimosa every day without your dumbass. <laughs> I'm going to play shuffleboard and drink my face off. But then Aunt Ruth comes in. She's like, bye, Grandma. Ruth comes in like, I got the watch on. We're, we're behind schedule. Aunt Ruth is pissed. She's like, what the fuck? She's like, why ain't you in the car, you old bitch? We're ready to go. Why are you still here, you old hag? The parents are like, is this how humans are supposed to respond? Bye. My grandmother. So Grams is about to leave, and uh, Bridget says goodbye, and she's like, "Oh, Grandma, don't leave." Blah 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 blah. And she's like, "It's okay." Blah blah blah. And then uh, Robbie is, or Robbie, Andrew is still. Uh, <laughs> I keep wanting to say Robbie. He's a forgettable character. Uh, so Andrew is still resilient, uh, resistant in. And showing any kind of emotion. So then he finally cracks and runs up to his grams, and he's like, I love you, Grandma. Don't leave. You're my favorite person. You don't have to go. You need to stay here with us because we're a family. And then all of a sudden, the mom and the dad just fucking turncoat, and they're like, yeah, Grams, you're the best. You fucking make everything work around here. Give me a big hug. And they all hug each other. And then Ruth has her schizophrenic moment. <laughs> the fucking car's ready to go. Give me the old woman. And she's like, oh, you really touched my heart. What's the matter? You never seen a grown nurse cry before? What is the implication? Like, nurses don't cry? Like, what? Not this one. Not grown ones. I mean, she doesn't have a soul. Uh, this is, and then it's over. <laughs> The parents are just like, hey, Ruth, go fuck yourself. Grandma's staying. Well, then Grandma takes her hat off, and she's like, see you, hat, and throws it. And then it cuts to a shot of Huggins and Hugsy, like, leaning over the side of, like, a wall, like, smiling, like, ah! Even the dad, he's like, like, take off that stupid hat. You're staying here. Grandma sees the Huggins. She's like, oh, God, no, take me to the home. (laughs) They're still here. I'm having the DTs again. I got the DTs. This house is cursed. Her eyes just turn white as she says that. Yeah. Fucking Jody's up in the fucking window. You get the last scene of Andrew now, like, in his fucking robe. Where's my cap? Where's my St. Louis Cardinals cap? (laughs) And Bridget's like, hold on. Don't you just wait a second while I explain. Can you wait a minute? And then Huggins sticks it through the fucking mirror on the door. And she, like, places it on his head. And he's like, hmm. Hat. Hmm. Okay. Well, see ya. That's not weird. I'll be in my room. Wondering what just happened. I'm playing Doom. See ya. Computer stuff. Unsupervised. Uh, yeah, and then, uh, credits. Well, no, first, you know, just to close out this wonderful film, uh, Bridget just, you know, waves back at the demons living inside her closet. She's like, <laughs> remember, we'll always be with you. Come back anytime. <laughs> I just picture the sequel of this movie as, like, Ruth, like, waking up every night with a, in a cold sweat. Like, she doesn't know what's wrong with her. She has, like, bruises all over her body. Fucking Bridget's, like, standing in her doorway. Her eyes are, like, bloodshot, yellow, and she's just holding a butcher knife. What if this was Ruth's nightmare? That's the sequel, you know. 
hug a bunch too. Ruth's nightmare. <laughs> no, this was Ruth's nightmare. And she's like, okay, I'm redeemed at the end. And they're like, nah, bitch, we're coming for you. There's one final scene. It's, it, it's just her like strapped to a bed in a fucking hospital. Like, ah! They're made of fabric. It's the end of Requiem for a Dream. And she's like gone through all this shock treatment. And she's like, the television, the Huggins, the closet. Yeah, and then it cuts to... uh to grandma in the nursing home with the shot that's like above her and then the next shot is Marlon Wayne's as snails just dead <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> it's just his corpse. <laughs> and then and then he wakes up, he's like, That was a hell of a dream. And he's in the underdark and you know. We know where that went. This is an unintentional 48-minute horror show. There's a lesson in here somewhere, but it's overshadowed by the amount of garbage that's uh, built up around it. What is the message? Just, like, treat people nice? The message is pretty clear. I mean, it's like, it's like you know, treat each other nicely and, and always appreciate each other because you're not going to be around very long. In that, it's surrounded by a nightmare. The lesson I got is that being old is bad. Don't get old or else you'll have to go to the home. Or else you're a fucking horse that needs to be shot in the fucking pasture. Yes. The real lesson I got from this was go buy toys. Okay, what everybody learned today? All right, everybody go buy a hug a doll, all right? Hug it to your fucking heart's content. I have never heard of these toys. I've never seen one of these toys. I mean, just from the, the weirdness, I want to put this in the dumpster and block in a tomb and never speak of it again. As far as where this goes in the dumpster, I don't mind it. Like, it's fine. It's a weird fucking stupid kids movie and i'm very um partial to shitty kids movies with puppets um it's kind of like a staple of my childhood and as shitty as it is i kind of love it uh i also partially blame this film for all the transformers movies because if it, if it weren't for these these three evil toy companies come together to make this this uh evil transgression against cinema we wouldn't have the uh five totally shallow horrible soulless michael bay movies we're talking about kenner man all right <laughs> they did all of the fucking star wars toys and like the aliens and predator toys too and then parker brothers got in and they're like well we got ouija what do you got hallmark and they're like well we have these fucking demon childs what do you think and they're like this is great let's do it make a live action garbage movie and we'll sell a bajillion dolls the the take home for these dolls and this movie was $40 million What for the first year. Yep, the first year that this was released. Oh my god. Yeah, they fucking killed with this. So this movie bought a lot of cocaine. You're damn right. And they blew it all up their fucking nose. To try to forget this experience, I'm sure. No, to come up with the next best idea. I have to imagine the people who made this wouldn't settle for cocaine. They would definitely go with LSD. It would fit the theme of the film. I feel like Boglins was falling off, and they're like, we need something that'll fucking bring those prices right back up. I got it! The Hug-A-Bunch! We need something that will make children want to buy them and scare adults. It's like Cabbage Patch Kids on crack. That's what this is. Dumpster babies. I definitely think this movie goes in the dumpster. It's like someone... Someone had a little kid with a cabbage patch kid, uh, you know, doll, and they were in a stroller, and the fucking kid just shit himself, and it got all over this cabbage patch kid, and <laughs> they fucking were just like, they had to get rid of it, and the closest thing was a dumpster, and they threw it in there, and just more garbage got thrown on top of it, so I'm not really sure it where in the dumpster it is. But then one day, they took that dumpster and brought it to a dump, and out came this fucking movie. The doll was gone, but, you know. 
that that's what this movie is to me. It's just it's a shitty doll. Wipe someone's ass with it. Get it out of here. <laughs> I don't want to see it again. It's what happens when you pour the mutagen from Ninja Turtles onto a sweater. It's like someone had a, a fucking piece of cotton candy that they got at the town fair, dropped it in some urine, and picked it up and kept on licking. It's just not good. Oh, <laughs> That's disgusting. Thank you. This is a surprisingly satisfying thrift store find for me. So they didn't throw it in the garbage, but it was on its way. Uh, I mean, definitely breaks the mold of what we've been watching. So, yeah, can't, now I can say I've seen this. Hey, man, that's what I'm here for, <laughs> throwing them fucking curveballs. Oh, yeah, I totally can't wait to see what else you bring forward. Just wait. I got a lot of cards up my sleeve. <laughs> so that's it. That's The Hug-A-Bunch from 1985, directed by Gus Jekyll. If you want some more bad movie goodness, you can check us out at moviedumpsterpodcast.com. Follow us at Movie Dumpster on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also check out our sister podcast, The Phantom Zone, hosted by our very own Connor McGraw. You can find them at phantomzonepodcast.wordpress.com. I'm Joel Scola. I'm Sean Mr. Hyde O'Rourke. And I'm Connor McGraw. Thanks for visiting the dumpster. Please, your pretty miss. All I want is a few of your young brains. I already said no! <laughs>